Hello everyone, it is nice to be with you at your homes today and we are going to continue with the series that have been on for quite some time now, The Fruit of the Spirit. And today we're going to be looking at love. God is love and love is God. Love defined. Love is an affection shown towards someone. Is something that is very special. It is something that is very unique. And I would like us to look at the scriptures. According to the book of First Corinthians, chapter number 13, and verse number 1 to verse number 3, it says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all miseries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is essential. Love is unique. Now, let us look at a few things that the Bible says about love. First, God's love for humanity. According to the book of John 3, 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And Psalm 57, verse number 10 says, For great is your love, reaching to the heavens, your faithfulness reaches to the skies. I want us to understand here that God's love is sacrificial. It is unconditional. And God poured out his love to all mankind, even while we were yet in our sins and in our iniquities. God's unfailing love, extended in the book of Psalms, chapter number 62 and verse number 12, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they have done. God's love never fails. No matter our shortcomings, it is unfailing. That is God's love for humanity. That is God's love for us. God's love abounds and it abounds forever. Psalm 101 verse number 8 says, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. God's love abides forever. It is no time bound. When God loves us, He keeps loving us. No matter what, His love is poured daily on our lives. And the banner, God's banner over us is love. According to the book of Song of Solomon, chapter number 2 and verse number 4, he said, Let him lead me to the banquet hall and let his banner over me be love. God's love for us is exceptional, extraordinary, notable, remarkable, phenomenal. It is so peculiar. God's love is unique and so special. And God desire to pour this love on us, to show it to us every blessed day, irrespective of what our shortcomings are. God's love covers our iniquities. 
God's love is much more than what we can think or factor. God's love is great. God's love is unique. And God's love is everlasting. It's not something that is sure to us today and is over. No. Jeremiah 33 and verse number 1 says, The Lord appeared to us in the past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. God's love keeps flowing. It has no limit. It has no end. It endures forever. Its love endures forever. Jeremiah chapter 33 and verse number 11 says, Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. His love is from everlasting to everlasting. It endures, and it keeps enduring with the intention of bringing us back to Himself. Even when we go astray, God's love draws us back. God wants to see us in His arm. God wants to embrace us with His love. And it is a covenant that God has with us. Daniel chapter number 9, verse number 4 says, I pray to the Lord my God and confess, Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps His covenant of love with those who love Him and keep His commandments. God's love is a covenant that He has made with His children. He doesn't break His covenant. He says what he means, and he means what he says. God is dependable. He watches over his word to fulfill it. That is God's love. And now, what is God's command to us concerning love? In the book of Matthew, chapter number 22, and verse number 37, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind, saying, in the book of Mark chapter number 12 and verse number 30, it says the same thing. God demands and deserves our absolute loyalty and love. He does. God loves us and we need to love him too. We need to love God back. And the Bible says also in the book of Mark chapter 12 verse number 31 and 33, the second is like this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than this. And the verse number 33 says, to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. This is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. Now, here is a quick question. What and where is our love directed to right now? Could it be something else other than God? We need to ask ourselves every day. Where are we directing our love and affection? Who are we directing our love and affection to? I understand we can love our family members, we can love our friends. But the Bible has commanded us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our strength, with all our mind. And so God comes first when it comes to a priority. The priority should be God first. 
And the Bible went on to say that we should love the Lord our God, we should love our neighbors, and we should also love our enemies. Matthew chapter number 5 and verse number 43 and 44, he says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. <laughs> the Old Testament. Yeah, but Jesus Christ came with something different, with something new. He says, But I tell you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. But to you who are listening, I say, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. And verse number 32 says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. This is where we need to stand out. Let us stand out as God's children and be an example of true love, of true and unconditional love. We can do it because we have the Spirit of God in us. Love one another. First Peter 4, 8 says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. A multitude of sins. And First John 3, 10 says, this is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not of God's is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. That's what the Bible says. If you are of God, you must show love. For this is the message you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. It is a command. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. And anyone who does not love remains in death. Hmm, that is a strong one. This is how we know that we have passed from death to life. The new life in Christ. Because we love each other. And anyone who doesn't love remains in death. Nobody wants to die. We all want to live. And we want to live to glorify the name of the Lord. And Jesus Christ equally commanded us to love one another. In the book of John chapter number 13 and verse number 34 and 35, it says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. And by this we all men know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Love is our identity as believers in Christ. We identify by love. We stand out when we begin to show love that others probably may not be able to show. True love is what is required of us. True love. Romans 12 and verse number 9 says, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. When you love and you have sincere love in your heart, when the love you have in your heart is pure, you will be humble. You will honor others above yourself. In the Bible, you call it a John source. 
to have same love. Philippians chapter number two and verse number two. Then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. This is very important. We must have same love, no discrimination. We must love like Jesus Christ loved. We must love as God loves us. Love from a pure heart. First Timothy chapter number one, verse number five. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. We are admonished to have love from a pure heart. Let us not have love that is not from a pure heart. Let us not have love that we try to show or because we need favor from other people. Let us not have love because we want them to love us back. Let us love anyway because that is the command that God has given to each and every one of us. Love from a pure heart. Love above all. Colossians chapter number 3 and verse number 14 says, And over all these virtues, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And what are these virtues? In verse number 12 of that same chapter, chapter number 3, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and clearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Don't let the sun go down upon your rod. Forgive as God forgave us. Abide in love. Proverbs 33 says, love, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Let love abound. Abide in love. Abide in love. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And now these three remain. Faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. The greatest of all these is love. Now, let us quickly have a litmus text of love. According to the book of 1 John chapter number 2 and verse number 10, I like to quickly read it. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. Now, in verse number 10 of chapter number 3, 1 John chapter number 3, verse number 10, it says, 
This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child. Nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. And chapter 3 and verse number 17 continues, If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has, not, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Verse 18, Their children, let us not love in words or speech, but with actions and the truth. Action and the truth. And if we move a little bit closer and, 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 and look at First uh, uh, John chapter number 4 and verse number 7, it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. And whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. God is love and love is God. It's a litmus test. You have to every day, do I really love my neighbor? Do I really love people as much as I love myself? Am I selfish with my love? I, do I have conditional love for people based on what I intend to gain from them? Is that why I'm loving them? No, no, no. No one has ever seen God. That if we love one another, God lives in us and His love is made complete in us. And so know and rely on the love of God for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. There is no fear in love. A perfect love cast away fear because fear has to because fear has to do with punishment and torment. Fear torments. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Remember, we are looking at the litmus test of love. If you're always afraid, check your heart. How much do I really love my neighbors as myself? How much do I love God? And in 1 John chapter 4, verse 20, it says, Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen cannot love God if you can love your brothers if you can love your neighbors that you see every day how dare you say you love God no how dare you say you love God whom you have not seen and he has given us this command anyone who loves God must also love your brother and their sister. And if you are a child of God, you must obey God's command to love your neighbor as yourself. Provoke unto love. Hebrews chapter number 10 and verse number 24. It says, Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. 
let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Make it a point of duty to provoke people to love. Be there to show them how to love. Be an example of what the love of God is. And in Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is noble, whatsoever is right, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Think love. Every day, think love. In your going out and coming in, think love. At your places of work, think love. Wherever you go, even at the bus stop, think love. At the eatery, think love. Look for an opportunity to show love to someone because you are identified by love. And in conclusion, fruits of the Spirit according to Galatians chapter number 5 and verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. The Bible didn't say the fruits of the Spirit are. It says the fruit, singular, of the Spirit is singular. And what does that tell us? It shows that when you have love in your heart, you have joy. You have peace. You can forbear. You can show kindness, a little kindness to someone. You are there for people who need your help. You're good to them. You're faithful. Love embraces all of us. It takes the umbrella. Peace is under love. Joy is under love. Forbearance is under love. Kindness is buried in love. Goodness is inside of love. Faithfulness is shown when you have love in your heart. And that is why the Bible says the fruit of the Spirit is love. And someone may ask, how do I find this fruit of the Spirit? The fruit of the Spirit is found in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's ready to spread this love abroad in your heart. If only you can open your heart for Him to come in. It says, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone opens, I will come in and sup with him, and I will dine with him. People of God, God is waiting for us. Not only to share his love abroad in our heart, he wants us to be an example of love because we have the Spirit of God. Today, think about it. Where is your love directed? Is it to God or to something else?
and I pray may the Lord make your love increase and overflow each and overflow for each other each and every day that passes and for everyone else that may come your way. May love not be lacking in our hearts for one another. May we show good example of Christianity as we display love wherever we go. Jesus loves you and so do I. Stay blessed, stay safe and hope to see you next week Sunday. God bless you.